As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. I absolutely love the divine superlatives of Scripture. The way that the Holy Spirit expresses the truth about God to us, but does so in such a way that it, he reminds us that even words cannot fully express <laughs> that what Scripture says is true. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard. It is not entered into the heart of man the things God hath prepared for them that love him. Listen to some of these divine superlatives in Genesis 49. He's talking about God bringing his blessing. And he says, The Almighty, verse 25, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb, the blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors, under the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. That sounds like uh, someone trying to express what you can't quite put into words, uh, that God's blessing defies definition, uh, exceeds explanation. This is the power of the blessing of Almighty God. Now, we've discussed already the source of the blessing. The source of the blessing, obviously, is God himself. But now, Concentrate with me today on the force of the blessing. Six times he uses the word bless or blessings. God repeats himself for emphasis. Then on top of that, he uses the plural blessings. So not just singular blessing, but blessings. Then he, he gives this list of where the blessings come uh, into our lives. And if you look at it, it's coming from every angle, above and below and around and before and behind. <laughs> blessings everywhere. They're all different kinds of blessings. They're material. They're spiritual. They're blessings of time and blessings of eternity. Uh, there are words like prevailed and above, utmost bound, everlasting hills. What's the message of this? The message is that the blessings always exceed the battles. Remember the context of the text. Remember the previous verses. The archers sorely grieved him. They shot at him. They hated him. He's in the battle. But don't ever forget that the blessings of God always exceed the battles of life. Whatever it is you're, you're facing, whatever it is you're fighting today, do not forget that you have the power of Almighty God with you and that the force of His blessing is going to be more than enough. God's not just going to make you to survive. God is going to supply what you need. God's going to bring you out in victory. Let's look at the blessings. Uh, look at the list that God gives. First, he said, blessings of heaven above. Now, in our last study, I said to you, all the blessings come down from above. It's a reminder to look up. And I think that's why he starts the list here. He makes us look up. Uh, where do the blessings come from? Heaven above. Think of rain. That's a good example. The rain comes down from above. Job asked the question, does the rain have, have a father? The answer is yes. The father of the rain is my father. He knows exactly what I need, when I need it, where I need it, how much of it I need. Uh, so the blessings come from above. Then he goes to the other extreme. Blessings not only of heaven above, but blessings of the deep that lieth under. So 
blessings from below. Now, there's some, some debate among Bible students over what he's referencing here. Is it a reference to the oceans, perhaps? Uh, the blessings, the things that grow there, the things that live there, the things we draw from there, uh, perhaps that's true. Is it simply a reference to earthly things, not just heavenly blessings, but earthly blessings, all the things that we enjoy on this planet, perhaps? Uh, little things, don't take them for granted. Every provision, everything that we have. You know, we grumble and complain, don't we? We fuss and moan about what we don't have or what we don't like. We're spoiled. That's what we are. We should stop and begin to think about the blessings of the deep that lieth under. Deep blessings. Uh, so much so that we can't even describe it. Then he goes to the blessings of family. We've talked some about family blessings already, but listen to this. Blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of thy father. Do you see how he goes in both directions? So it's your children and your father. The blessing uh, that your family has known in the past and the blessing coming in the future. And these beautiful words, the blessings of the breast and of the womb, reminding us of nurture and love. A home is supposed to be a little piece of heaven on earth. Uh, it's, a, it's a picture of what we're going to enjoy for all eternity in the family of God. So the blessings of family and then the blessings of eternity. Listen to what he says. He said, the blessings have, have exceeded, have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors under the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. He's basically saying to Joseph and to the rest of the boys, when we're all long gone, God's blessing is still going to be on his people. God's blessing is still going to be on this place. Eternal blessings. Aren't you glad that the blessings of God have no end? You know you can't beat being a Christian. Uh, the Lord comes to us now, and we get to go be with him for eternity. We have his presence with us now, and then we get to live in his presence forever. The best is yet to come. Now, let me show you something really interesting. We're in Genesis, right? We're at the end of the book of Genesis and at the end of Jacob's life. Go to the end of the Pentateuch. Go to the end of Deuteronomy, to Deuteronomy 33. Come to the end of Moses' life. When they're getting ready to go over into the promised land and Moses is giving his blessing to the tribes. Think about this. Jacob gave the blessing to the original heads of the tribes. Now Moses is giving his blessing to all of the descendants, the families. And listen to Deuteronomy 33, beginning in verse 13. And of Joseph he said, Blessed of the Lord be his land for the precious things of heaven for the dew and for the deep that coucheth beneath, and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun, and for the precious things put forth by the moon, and for the chief things of the ancient mountains, and for the precious things of the lasting hills, and for the precious things of the earth and the fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwelt in the bush. Let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Do you hear some parallels? Uh, he, he's basically saying every blessing God promised in Genesis uh, 49, by the time you get to Deuteronomy 33, that blessing is still in full effect. And he uses the same kind of descriptive language, uh, the blessings above and below and family and eternal things. One little interesting thing I would point out to you in Deuteronomy 33, he uses the word precious, precious. Five times at least the word precious. God's blessings are precious. When Jacob got to the end, it was God's blessing that mattered. When Joseph got to the end, it was God's blessing that mattered. 
And yes, when Moses got to the end, it was God's blessing that mattered. And I want to say to you, dear friend, when you get to the end of this life, and you stand on the edge of eternity and you're getting ready to meet God, the only thing that's really going to matter is the blessing of God. Make knowing God and His presence the great priority of your life because in the presence of the blesser, you find all of the blessings. He is the source of the blessing, and His blessings give a force and a strength and a power that will see you through all of life. May God in heaven help us today to live in the blessing. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph, entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.